Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all. Set up a test drive. Eight new models. MBUSA.com. Albert Breer, NFL reporter, for almost 20 years now joining us. Okay, so Philadelphia is loading up on all these Georgia players. What Around the league, what do people make of that? I think the around the league, people see Philly taking a lot of swings. I mean, Jalen Carter was a team that was a guy that was off some teams' boards, and you know, I think if you if if you look at like the history of these sorts of picks, there is some busts. Like Seattle, for example, Pete Carroll really liked him, but John Schneider had been marked by the experience going through the Malik McDowell situation, so it was sort of became a non-starter for them. So they take a swing there. They take a swing with Keely Ringo later in the draft. They take a swing on an undrafted free agent named Eli Ricks. Um, you sort of see a team that's operating like one that feels like it's really close, which it should because they're in the Super Bowl. And you sort of wonder how some of these risks are going to pan out. And, and really what they're betting on there, uh, Colin, is is the infrastructure, right? That they've got a veteran locker room, that they've got some of his old friends from Georgia and Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean already in the program. And they're hoping that they've got enough around him, coaching, locker room, scheme, all that stuff to get them on the right path and get the other guys in the right path too. But they certainly took a lot of risk um, throughout the draft and throughout the weekend. There's no question about that. So I think ultimately Tennessee could have been perfect for Will Levis. A Southern kid can stay close to home. They have a run game. Uh, people are dying to watch the backup because everybody's about done with Ryan Tannehill. So I think it's a perfect place for him. 
were you surprised uh, that he slid all the way to the second? That I quarterback slide, they usually don't slide to the second. This is one of the weirder. Um, I, I would say one of the weirder like months for a single draft prospect that I can remember because. I mean, for a good two, three weeks there, Colin, it felt like he was sinking like a stone. Like he wasn't interviewing well with teams. Teams weren't impressed with his combine workout. They didn't feel like he did great at his pro day. It was just, it was like, he's going to slide. He's going to slide. He's going to slide. And then about 10 days before the draft, all of a sudden it's like someone put their foot in the ground and turned it in the other direction, you know? And now all of a sudden it was Levis to the Colts. Could Levis go as high as second overall? Um, and there was more positive um, out there on him. There was the connection to the Mannings, of course, and um, the idea that he had done well at the Manning Passing Academy the summer before. Um, and so I think, you know, it's, it's like a lot of other things during the draft. You get closer to the draft, and some of the information can conflict, and sometimes what you had um, first was the truth, and I, I think that's sort of what the case was here, where the league looked at him a certain way through March and most of April, and then in the end there was, you know, an effort to restore his stock, based on all the things that had gone wrong over the six or seven weeks previous. And the reality was that it, it wasn't enough to help him on Thursday night. Now, I do think he's going to a good place. It may help him that he's a second-round pick. And, you know, I certainly think he has a head coach in Mike Vrabel who, A, likes him, and B, won't rush him out onto the field. But I think where he went is sort of reflective of how the, the league saw him over the course of the last six or seven weeks. So Bryce Young, Carolina knew what? For a month they were going to take him. Was this pretty unanimous yeah. in the building, right? Well, it was really, it goes back to when they made the trade. And, and you know, I, I, I talked to Scott Fitter about this over the weekend. And, you know, his, his first experience was actually sitting his wife and watching the Heisman ceremony a year and a half ago and how impressed they were with how he came off. And then they start to study him on tape. And, you know, what they see is a guy who, you know, processes, who plays the game in an NFL way, who wins from the pocket, um, who leads, whose intangibles are off the charts, who, you know, you hear from people who are at Alabama it um, was the most prepared person in the building and challenged the coaches to be more prepared. And so, you know, like the, 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 the scouts and the coaches at Carolina knew all of this when they traded for, for, for Bryce Young or for the, when they traded for the number one overall pick. And so Bryce became their baseline, but they wanted to go through a full process and they wanted to give C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson and Will Levis a full opportunity to catch Bryce Young. And if one of them or two of them did it, maybe they would have considered trading down. And I think the real tell was a couple of weeks ago inside that building when it became clear that they weren't going to move off the first overall pick. And that that that's when it sort of clued people therein to the fact that Scott Fitter and Frank Reich had settled on Bryce Young as the first overall pick. They really formalized it a week ago today when, when Fitter walked into Reich's office and, and flat out asked him, okay, who is it? And Reich said, yeah, it's Bryce. Um, but I think that feeling had been in the building for a while. And really, over the last couple of weeks, when the idea of trading the pack down melted away, everybody knew what was going on. So it was very clear, um, Aaron Rodgers, honeymoon phase, Rangers, Knicks. Uh, what is your takeaway on, you know, it, it's it's more of a lease. You mm -hmm. know, there was a, a deeply embedded relationship in Green Bay. He had leverage. And so it was a hard two, three-year divorce. It was like any long, <laughs> both had a lot invested. New York's a lease. It's dating. Like, if it doesn't work after a year, yeah. they're done. They're not, New York's not going to sit around and wait for Aaron Rodgers to be in the right mood. What are you hearing so far? Well, Colin, doesn't this feel like someone's ex going on Instagram? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, he's all over the place now. He's at Knicks games. He's at Rangers games. 
you know, I, I think that this is um, indicative of where Aaron Rodgers is right now. And I think he's going to give the Jets a new level of engagement. And that's what he intimated to them when they went out to California to meet with him. Like, they knew he was going to be a part of their offseason program. It was important to them. And they knew that there was a good chance that he was going to play not one, but two years there. Um, they felt like from having talked to him that he, had, he was really energized. And in the same way that Tom Brady was energized when he went to Tampa, the same way Peyton Manning was energized when he went to Denver, the same way Brett Favre was energized when he went to Minnesota with something to prove. And so I think they're going to get a very engaged Aaron Rodgers. And it's interesting, too, because you look back at last year, and that was one of the issues the Packers had with him was, you know, they drafted these young receivers to replace Devontae Adams and Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. And they felt like, you know, those guys really could have used having used Aaron Rodgers in the building in May and June. And maybe one of the reasons why those guys didn't come on until November and December was because they lost that time at the very beginning of the process. So I think the Packers feel like they were never going to get that level of engagement from Rodgers. Um, and it was probably going to take a change of scenery to get that out of him. And sure enough, here we are, and he's giving that level of engagement to the Jets. So is there a team? It's hard to grade. I always do this. On Monday after the draft, I take your free agent signings and your mm-hmm. top three picks. I feel like yep. there's certainty. And I thought Houston, between free agency and Dalton Schultz, Shaq Mason, and Robert Woods and their top two or three picks, I'm like, that could be a better football team. They could be reasonably yep. viable. Is there a team that underwhelmed to you over the course of Thursday through Sunday? You know, I think what like a lot of people would say is is Detroit, and I actually liked what they did. So I go the other way on that because people look at positional value with Jameer Gibbs and Jack Campbell as an off ball linebacker, but they were going to take Gibbs at six, and I thought like it was a good rebound for them. The guy they wanted was Devin Witherspoon. Now he goes five to Seattle, so instead of just taking Gibbs at six, they move back, and so with those two picks, they wind up with Gibbs, Campbell, and then Sam Laporta, the tight end from Iowa. Um, there in the at the top of the second round, the one team like I, I I just like look at what they did, and I think they're looking a year ahead, and it kind of just maybe bothers me a little bit based on where they are. And far be it for me to ever criticize Tom Telesco because he's put together a hell of a roster there, and he's probably right about a lot of these guys based on his track record. But I just sort of feel like they were working a year ahead with the pass rusher from USC, with the off ball linebacker from from Washington State, and then you know with Quentin Johnston in the first round. You know, are they looking at potentially maybe Keenan Allen isn't on the team a year from now? Maybe Kenneth Murray's gone. Maybe Khalil Mack's gone. Like, it just sort of felt like they were working a year ahead, which a lot of good teams do. But I just sort of look at the spot that they're in, Colin, right now, with Justin Herbert still on manageable cap numbers and a lot of guys in the prime in the roster. And you sort of look at it and say, could they have used a Jordan Addison who might have complimented Mike Williams yeah. and Keenan Allen a little better in the year and here and now? Yeah. Could they have used a Dalton Kincaid who would have brought a little something different to the table? That would be my one thing. It's just like looking at the Chargers draft, I like the players they took. I just wonder if it fits for a team that I think is in a position to win in the here and the now. Yeah. All right. Um, for the record, Lamar got all as as unorthodox and noisy as it was. Um, OBJ, Flowers, Lamar, uh, feisty. Like you wake up this morning. I, I, J Mac, and I think the Steelers had a really good draft. So do I. I think the Steelers crushed it. Yep. I mean, they got really they got in a, t- a tackle, a blocking tight end, a, left tackle, yeah. uh, a starting you know corner and porter. Like oh, they got that's a good team that just got three or four starters. Um, what do you, uh, you tell me what, what, uh, Baltimore, 
surprised it got done this weekend? Uh, you mean the the contract? Lamar, the Lamar, I, yeah. The Lamar contract, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say this was eventually going to get done, and I I think like to some degree the Jalen Hurts deal helped push things along, as did the the the, the draft coming, you know, um, because I think there was a feeling that like if there was ever going to be a checkpoint when things were going to change and him getting assigned, assigned to an offer sheet from another team, well, then it would probably happen after the draft when you're talking about dealing 24 and 25 picks instead of dealing 23 and 24 picks. And, you know, I, I just think Lamar kind of came to the realization that that interest that hadn't come through March and April probably wasn't going to come in May. And then the Jalen Hurts deal comes down the pike, and it's sort of the same way it worked five years ago where – the Kirk Cousins deal happened. Everybody was like, all right, this is it. Fully guaranteed contracts are coming. And then Matt Ryan does a deal. And then, you know, Aaron Rodgers does a deal. And Jared Goff and Carson Wentz do deals. And those deals are all traditional quarterback structure, which leaves the Cousins deal there as an outlier. And it's sort of the same thing here. Deshaun Watson does his deal last year. Well, since then, we've seen Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson and Jalen Hurts all do deals that were of traditional quarterback structure. And so, you know, Watson, the same way Cousins' deal was, became the outlier, not the trendsetter. And so I think those two things combined helped Lamar get to the point where, you know, he was able to say, you know what, this may not be good for all players, and I may not be getting the trendsetting contract that I wanted to, but this is just the way it is in the NFL right now, and I better take this amount of money while I can get it. Yeah. All right, Albert Breer, great seeing you as always. Monday morning quarterback. Thanks, man. All right, thanks, Colin. You bet. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about this. Because Ann's mad at me that you and I may go to a Laker-Warrior game. <laughs> if AD wreaks havoc, and the Warriors win in six or seven, but AD controls them. Lakers, you going to double down? AD gives you this 25-game stretch of being healthy, rarely is. Huh. Remember, the Warriors don't need you for 75 games. That's tough. Um, they, 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 they just advanced. Wiggins didn't play for the last two months. I'm fascinated to watch. If Anthony Davis is unstoppable, do the Warriors say, we got some young guys like Kaminga and Moody. You need youth with LeBron, guys that will play 75 games. But wait, wait. AD dominates who wins the series? Warriors win the series, but AD is unstoppable. Huh. Single-handedly, he's just unstoppable. I Because this has been my take. The Warrior, you need to get out of the AD business. So everybody now is like in love with it. It's like, okay, you do realize the history of AD is he going to hit the floor and be hurt. And the Warriors, because the Lakers need youth around LeBron, because LeBron's playing 55 games now. AD's eventually not a great match because he only plays 55 so games. So this would be similar to... You give him uh, Kaminga... Moody and somebody expensive, Clay so Thompson. So Warriors had beaten Kevin Durant in that series, the Thunder, and then Kevin Durant joins them. So this would be similar. Warriors beat the Lakers. AD's good. AD joins the Warriors. Yeah, because he's on Steph's timeline. Huh. So they're going to give Steph a chance to win championships as long as Steph is MVP level Steph. But, so KD's an easy fit. We've talked about him. He fits in anywhere, plug and play. Is AD that of an easy fit to a Golden State team that... I don't know if they if AD's unbelievable and they beat him. Who cares that he was unbelievable? Doesn't you give matter. The, you give the, you give the Lakers Looney and Kaminga and Clay, and I get AD. That's a lot. Well, oh I'm just God. throwing it out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm if you want to stay up. I mean, the Warriors won a title and they added KD. You can't just sit and go because Steph's a year older. 
Dre's a year older. Wiggins. Uh, a lot, a lot of basket, basketball to be played. Can we go back to something Breer said, though? What? He was going after the Chargers for their draft, and I just looked, and he's pretty damn right. Is well, it possible that they totally screwed up Justin Herbert's rookie contract? Well, they didn't get better this season, Colin. Well, they got they got, definitely got better in the box. Okay, Kellen Moore, great. No, is I'm that what you mean? They got better defensively in the box. Their two defensive guys will start. Those guys are going to play a lot. Okay. So they're better in their front seven, which, by the way, has been an issue. And they now, could you argue they should have gotten Jordan Addison, who's more of a complement to the size and stature of Keenan and Mike Williams? I think. Jordan Addison, great hands, great routes, would play immediately and be a 50-catch guy. Whereas the guy they get, Quentin Johnson's more, there's a little yeah. bust to him. because There is some, yeah. It's an argument. I, I like their defensive picks a uh, lot. The USC kid I like a lot. I'm not, will, a, I'm not a huge fan of an line, uh, inside linebacker, but it is the third round. He's a good player, though. That guy will, that guy will play a ton. He, he was a you great... Sure? Oh, I know you're a Pac-12 guy. Yeah, he was a, he's a great Quentin player. Quentin Johnson at 22. We'll see. He was compared to Mike Evans in some of the draft process leading up, but then people were nitpicking, and it's like, can he separate? Remember he had that no, awesome Jordan, game against Michigan, yeah, Quentin jo- Johnson, and then in the natty against Georgia, he did not... Like, he was even on the field. He was yeah. a milk carton game. Yeah, Jordan Addison is more of a route route hands guy. He'll walk into Minnesota with Kirk Cousins and have 65 catches. Yeah, wouldn't he have been great with Kellen Moore who's scheming up all this fun stuff? Yeah, this is what you debate about. Chargers have a history of getting their first couple picks right. So we'll see. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope and y 467 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. The knock on Jordan Addison, he weighs 174 pounds. He's very slight. That, he's, that's like my weight. Yeah, Quentin Johnson's a big, 
dynamic, long, big long length. Like it, scouts are gonna like Quentin over Quentin Jordan. Johnson walks in this room and it's like, what, remember at the Super Bowl when uh, the the former Raiders tight end Darren Johnson, Waller. He walks in the room and you're like, what the hell is this? Who is this guy? He's huge. That's Quentin Johnson. Whereas yeah. Jordan Addison is he's small, he's tiny, but hands routes exceptional, and he's polished. Like what you get with Jordan Addison, this is it. Like you'll see him as a rookie and be like, oh, he's ready to play right now. But Whereas, this, that's already a ceiling, right? Like he's I don't not think gonna... there's a lot of bust with him if he stays healthy, but I don't think the ceiling is through the roof. He feels like a top-of-the-second-round receiver to me. Okay. Uh, let's do our obligatory mention of the New York football Jets. Uh, every hour, rest of the summer, uh, they trade for Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, uh, Rodgers has been at the facility participating in Phase 1 of the offseason program. Robert Sala, so excited that Rodgers has had a huge impact on the team already, Colin. We're a really, really young team, especially on offense, and to have his, um, just to watch him and Nathaniel work together and the way they communicate together. And, um, you know, he's already made his presence felt with regards to meetings and input and just the, the communication and the discussions on all the different things that we're trying to get accomplished on offense. So, um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he, he is a tremendous human. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Aaron is. And, um, you know, just listening, there's little subtle things I'm not going to get into, but uh, um, he definitely cares about people. And you can tell in the way he speaks to people. And uh, so really, really fortunate that he's here. Very loving. Oh, my gosh. He's also presidential. Cares about people. He's a team player. I'm excited. In the facility already. I love it. But it's it's a young offense, so it's he's going to have now two new young offensive linemen. Uh, they're young at wide receiver. They're young at running back, and it, that's been a little bit of an issue with him. So let's see how it plays he's out. He's come out of the darkness retreat, a new person, right? Well, maybe that's certainly possible. And listen, people are getting on my case. Jason, you bashed the Rodgers setup. Well, there was a lot to bash. He was not integrated in Green Bay. He didn't want to be there. He wasn't yeah. a team player. Well, that's that it's was possible the, that people change, right? Also, you go into a new relationship. You go to a darkness retreat. You wake up and you're it's a new day. Yeah. So it's uh, I, I think he feels appreciated and recruited, and players they like Matt. He felt Staff- the love, yeah, right? Matt Stafford felt the love from McVay, and he gave you a Super Bowl winning year. And and in Tampa, Tom gave you a Super Bowl winning year. Now Russell Wilson did it. But, I mean, it's very possible. Do we revert back to the star quarterback goes to a team and they're really good? Because that's what Stafford and Brady were. Now, the Russell thing aside, it had gone two for two. So, now we go back to a feels appreciated, great player, end of his, you know, he's out of the prime, but he gets the love and support. You know, Stafford finally got like a whiz kid coach on offense and Brady finally got some control over the offense and then, Aaron now is finally getting a great defense and is going to have more control. So I, I there's a there's a potential for it to be very very good. Yeah, uh, Nathaniel Hackett motivated after that embarrassment in Denver. Like yeah. I mean, he looked like he shouldn't even be in the league. I'm very, I'm very excited. Uh, let's see the optimism just dripping with it. Now, uh, next story. Detroit Lions. Uh, we questioned their drafting Jameer Gibbs, the kid out of uh, Alabama, with a 12th overall pick. But as you predicted. They were able to get DeAndre Swift out of town. On Saturday, Detroit sent Swift and a seventh-rounder to the Eagles. Gosh, the Eagles love to buy low. In exchange for a seventh-round pick and a 2025 fourth-round pick. But they're a Super Bowl team, so if they give those picks up and they only keep Swift for a year and don't do a deal with him, it's fine for them. Yeah. Rashad Penny and Swift are both A-backs when they're healthy. 
neither is healthy. Yeah. So the bottom line is the Eagles are like, listen, we have two really talented backs. Neither are going to give you 17 games. If they both give us 12, we'll be fine. Swift in a contract year, looking to get paid. Yeah. So like his motivation on his end. Yeah. To and stay Rashad healthy. Penny again. I mean, he could. I don't know if he's in a contract year. It's, it's I think cl- they just got him, yeah. Okay, so I mean, the, both those guys are good. They're home run hitters. They're just not healthy. So if you told me I get two home run hitters, but I'm going to get each for 12 games, and their thing is, we're a Super Bowl team. We don't care about the picks. Yeah. We got plenty of, you know, we're, we're fine on the picks. So I, what Philly's trying to do in this draft is not what Detroit's trying to do in this draft. So Detroit's trying to build a culture, fill in spots. They, they didn't want to pay Swift. At all. Nobody wants to give that running back a second contract. Remember, Christian McCaffrey got the second contract from the Panthers, and I think they traded him like a few months later. Remember the Niners? Yeah. This, this, that's why we fans struggle with this. They're like, well, Gibbs is really good. They need a running back. Still, at 12, it just doesn't make sense. It, it, there was an argument he was going to be available, although they didn't want to take a choice. They have made a decision they were not going to pay Swift. So their takeaway is, all right, well... We can take B. John Robinson. This was probably their first or second rated back. Yeah. So it's like, I think you get into situations where the staff falls in love with a guy and you make a decision, we're not going to give Swift. A, that's why they went and got the kid from the Bears. That's a solid backup. And they were looking for a star running back. Yeah, Montgomery, he's a, he's a good player. Now they could have gotten the UCLA kid but in the w- round. But wouldn't Gibbs been there at 20? Again, you draft an offensive lineman top 15. He's probably with your team for it's, a decade, correct? Right. Yeah. Defensive lineman, probably there for a decade. Like, Running back, maybe you get five, thir- thir- thirty-five games out of him. I don't. Saquon Barkley's missed a ton of games. Yeah, he didn't even get a second deal. Franchise tag, like, eh. All right. Anyways, uh, final story. Rams. You know, you've talked about this a little bit, and um, I do kind of like when you get worked into a lather. Over I don't. Something. I didn't love the this Rams. Pick. Surprisingly, grabs Stetson Bennett mm. to do their taxes. I'm sorry, to be their backup quarterback in the fourth round. GM Les Snead said they discovered his talent while scouting the offensive lineman on the Bulldogs. And Bennett was a real weapon for Georgia. Listen, he, he for like eight minutes, he was in the Heisman mix. This guy, he had a really good season. He's, he's a leader. He checks all those boxes. He's like arm. 25 years old. I, he's um, a, he played against 21-year-olds. He's 25. I don't know. I didn't love the pick. He's a backup. He's never going to be a starter. You know, my, my rule on backups, if your starter gets hurt for four games, can a backup come in and just win two? Teddy Bridgewater's a great backup. Colt McCoy. Great backup. backup. I don't think Stetson Bennett can win those two games. Let me ask you, what percentage of this pick is attributed to, in the division, watching Brock Purdy go in the seventh round as the last pick and going 7-0? and That It has to be at least 10 to 15%, yeah, right? I mean, I think they look at it and think, you know, a guy that played in a lot of, you know, I mean, Purdy was a four-year starter, played in a lot of games, smaller but can move a little. You know, Stetson can move a little. He's, I just, I don't think, I don't see an NFL, I don't see an NFL starter, and the Rams could have used that pick like a, a really go-getter but, okay. tight end or a corner. We probably said some of this stuff about Brock Purdy a year ago when they took him in we the seventh round. We didn't even talk about Brock Purdy. We might not have. He might have been irrelevant. And but now, I, but I are was you, more you seeing a, this Trey Lance stuff? Sounds like Lance is not going to be oh, there. They're, they're moving off. It's like, it's over. They're and moving Brock off. Brock Purdy, after seven games, like, I'm, I'm not saying there's a case where Stetson Bennett does that because I don't think the Rams' infrastructure is as I strong think as the Niners. I think McVay wanted him. I think this was a Sean well, There's McVay. a reason he wanted him. Why? What is the reason? Because he thinks he's a heady, smart kid that can handle the big pressure of football because George is a big boy of program. Maybe. I wonder if there's an overall pivot 
in, in McVay's mind from, hey, we won a Super Bowl going big game hunting with Aaron Donald paying five guys. Now let's try the Niners way. I wonder if this Brock Purdy thing got in his head and McVay said, there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. Let's let's try this That's route. certainly possible. Yeah. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live We'll give out some grades for the draft. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Pauly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course you know us as the host of the number one rated Pauly and Tony Fusco show. World renowned. We all know you're sick and tired of these stupid sports shows where the hosts say stupid things like Tom Brady's the GOAT or... LeBron James is good at basketball, which he is clearly not. See, we give you smart takes. Yeah. And we also bring on so-called famous guests from across the sports world and show them why we know much more than they do. You're off the show! Are you serious? Listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. We are ready to get the USFL started in prime time. He's got a chance. He won't be caught. Touchdown, Birmingham. Breaking tackles for the touchdown. Paul is just a man. What a stiff arm. Darius Victor adds another one from 35 out. You special, boy. Juggling attempt. Does he make the catch? He does. And across the strike. Touchdown, New Orleans. What a win for the Breakers. 
Week four of the USFL kicks off Saturday at 1 Eastern on Fox as the Houston Gamblers take on the Philadelphia Stars. Then Sunday at 6.30 on FS1, the Birmingham Stallions take on the Pittsburgh Maulers. All right, let's give out some draft grades, J-Mac. Ready to go? Draft grades. Yeah. Gridiron grades, NFL draft edition. Ready to go? Yeah, let's, let's do this. All right. How would you grade the Carolina Panthers draft? Good B. Didn't have a ton of picks. Got the best quarterback in the draft. Jonathan Mingo in the second round receivers. Excellent. Good, good solid B. Didn't have a ton of picks, but they addressed needs. Uh, they got an edge. They need an edge. That was good, solid, solid draft. Got to, if you got the best quarterback in a draft, I'm not going to give you lower than a B. Okay. What grade would you give the Houston Texans? Just on the draft, B+. Plus. Oh. I think Will Anderson with D'Amico Ryans will be very good, and they got the second best quarterback. Address needs. D'Amico Ryans will be good with Will Anderson. So they, got, they went and got some edge rushers and linebackers. Good draft. All right, well, great. Would you give the Colts from this draft? I thought it was a B plus. Ooh. Now, a lot of it depends on Anthony Richardson, but I thought their fifth-round picks were great. Will Mallory and Evan Hull in the fifth round will play. Those guys will play as rookies. Good, solid draft. Question marks. It could be an A if Richardson can play. All right, I think this has a chance to be our first failure. What grade would you give the Atlanta Falcons in the draft? A C. They got one of my favorite players, but they did not address speed at receiver. So they doubled down on what they are, a power run team. So they got an offensive lineman, they get a running back, but they didn't address speed at receiver. So Last I didn't love three it. drafts. Tight end in the top ten, wide receiver top ten, running back top ten. All right. Is that a good way to build a team, Colin? Yeah, an offensive league. What grade would you give the Cowboys from this draft? C minus. Um, the tight end they got, Schoonmaker from Luke Schoonmaker from Michigan. It's more of a blocking tight end. He feels like a third, fourth round tight end. I didn't I didn't love that pick. I don't know. I just I thought of they could have done better. I thought the first Mozzie Smith's a good defensive tackle, and they need that. But I, I, it was pretty uninspiring draft to me. Speaking of could have done better, New England Patriots grade them up. D. Guards and kickers, slowest offense in the league. <laughs> Didn't add a receiver until the sixth round. You're a slow team. Add speed. The, the world's changed. The AFC's a track meet all over. They they remain slow. Right, right. Guards and kickers. The world is ready for the first A. The New York Jets. To see, they felt like they drafted four Aaron Rodgers. They went and got a couple of interior O linemen and an edge where they reached. They reached for Will McDonald, so it's fine. They needed an edge rusher, kind of a reach. That guy was a high second round pick. And a bunch of interior linemen could have added another receiver to me. Pittsburgh Steelers. A great first four picks will all play. I thought they had a great. I thought they arguably had the best one. They got a left tackle and a tight end. For their quarterback, Kenny Pickett, I thought it was an A-plus draft. Just highly, highly productive college players, most of them with a chance to start. Great draft by the Steelers. Totally agree. Pittsburgh Steelers. Now we'll go to the Seattle Seahawks. What grade do you give them? A. I th- first of all, best corner and best receiver. And, you know, I like Zach Charbonnet, the running back out of UCLA. So a lot of people criticize that draft. But you start looking at that offense now, two good backs – now, DK Metcalf, Lockett, and the Ohio State kid, it's like, okay. They basically reduced the importance of Geno. Geno, we're going to give you a star back and a star receiver. It's a little like Dak. We're going to get you Tony Pollard. Then we're going to give you this. When you take those away from Dak, he's not the same quarterback. I thought Seattle gave Geno Smith more help. And uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, they had a pretty great draft. What grade? A. I mean, they just went and took big swings. <laughs> if Jalen Carter's the best player in the draft, which I think he is, 
Look at that front now. Look at that front for the Eagles. Frightening. Two two Georgia guys right in the middle. Uh, Detroit Lions. They got some good players, but C-minus because the running oh. back they took early, they could have gotten later. Um, you know, also Hendon Hooker. Really? I like him. I know you love Jared Goff. Uh, quickly, I think he's we'll pretty get, good. Get the Raiders out of the way. Uh, how would you grade them? D. Oh! I like, they got a t- I like Michael Meyer. The best pick was a second-round tight end. I don't... No. All right, we'll wrap up Chiefs quickly. Grade? B+. Plus. They needed an edge rusher, another weapon for Mahomes. B-plus for the Chiefs. Yeah. I trust Brett Beach. Peter, he doesn't have bad drafts. Peter King was embedded with the uh, Raiders. He's got a nice piece up. I wonder if uh, he'll appreciate your grade. That's harsh. Their first round pick could be a bust. See you tomorrow. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.